What's up, everyone? This is Must Go Faster, a pop culture podcast for the people. I'm your co-host, Ben Brantlinger, broadcasting from Brooklyn. And out in Long Beach, California, reaching for the sky, I'm Robert Denfeld. <laughs> That's nice. So if you don't know already, uh, in this episode, Rob and I are going to dissect the career of the one and only Tom Hanks. Oh, yes. The Rob, legend. You, yeah, yeah. Do you want to give our listeners some quick background on why Tom Hanks and why we're doing this uh, now at this time of year? Yeah, definitely. Um, so this is going to be a new type of episode we're going to do every now and then um, where we dissect and sort of closely inspect the career of an actor, a director, or a band, or whatever. Um, basically, basically, whenever we feel like doing it. Um, right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> We're know, our own it's, bosses It's our here. podcast, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it'll usually probably pop up when somebody has, uh, you know, a new piece of content coming out, or a, a band has a new CD or whatever. Um, but yeah, this one... so old school, a band has a new CD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a new album, excuse <laughs> this me. This is also 2003, we're bringing <laughs> hey, it back I'm, I'm still a CD guy. I still buy <laughs> right. CDs every now and then. <laughs> a new album, excuse me. Um, right. Anyway, but this one, this one was inspired by my girlfriend, Natalie, um, who created this idea of Hanksgiving. Hanksgiving, no T. Yes, T right. Hanksgiving, if you want, or Hanksgiving. Um, I like Hanksgiving. Yeah, Hanksgiving. Basically, the idea behind this, um, she wanted to do another movie month, you know, after October, which was full of thrillers and horror movies, you know, it's kind of exhausting and uh, gets to be a little tedious. Um, She wanted to have another theme for November. So she came up with a list of Tom Hanks movies, like his entire acting resume, Mm -hmm. um, basically listed them out. put the Rotten Tomatoes uh, critics and user scores and a column for each of us to check off if we've seen the movie or not. Wow. Uh, then we voted, yeah, we voted on 10 movies we'd each like to watch either for the first time or again throughout this month. Um, and then we whittled that down into nine Tom Hanks movies that we're going to try to watch this month. So we're about halfway through. Ambitious. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're basically only watching Tom Hanks movies this month. <laughs> right. Which I'm literally know. consuming nothing else yeah, at all. Exactly. I'm not even going on the internet or leaving my apartment. <laughs> right. Hanks 24-7. Yeah, yeah. We're about halfway through. It's been fun. Um, and yeah, I have to give all credit to Natalie on this one. But yeah, this... You know, yeah, when you told me, I was just going to say, when you told me this concept over text and we were trying to figure out, like, should we try to squeeze one in before Thanksgiving? Can we right. come up with something that's like a little more topical? But when you when you pitched me the concept of Thanksgiving, I was just like, I, I slept on it. And I, I woke up in the morning, you know, it was like, five, I'm sure like 5 a.m. your time. Let's do it. Let's do a Hank spot. <laughs> yeah, right. I know. I, know. So, I woke uh, up to that yeah. text. And I was like, all right, sweet. You got to start prepping. <laughs> Um, But yeah, so we we figured with Thanksgiving coming up, um, Thanksgiving would be a perfect way to celebrate the holiday um, and this great man and actor and just do a do our first career dissection episode um, about Tom Hanks. My mom always said life was like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. And everyone says things they regret when they're worried or stressed. Pooch. Shut up, Pooch. Come on, shut up. There's no crying. There's no crying in baseball. Houston, we have a problem. That's all I had to say about that. You've got a friend in me. 
reach for the sky. You are a toy! Slide. Nicker scanners at every bank read these numbers at the bottom of the check, slide, and then ship that check off to its corresponding branch. The rule book. We call it the Constitution, and we agree to the rules, and that's what makes us Americans. It's all that makes us Americans, so don't tell me there's no rule book, and don't nod at me like that, you son of a bitch. Well, I'm sorry! I'm sorry! I feel heartfelt sorrow for the mother of Private James Ryan. I'm willing to lay down my life and the lives of my men, especially you, Ryden, to ease her suffering. He's good. I love him. So basically, this guy is an acting legend. Um, he's starred in 55 movies to date. Uh, he's His films have grossed over $4.5 billion domestically, and he's ranked as the third highest all-time box office star in North America. Um, and worldwide, his films have grossed over $9 billion, with a B, dollars. Um, he's been nominated for five Academy Awards, all for Best Actor, uh, and he's won two of those awards uh, for his performances in Philadelphia and Forrest Gump. Um, he's appeared many times on television, especially early on in his career, um, with appearances on hit shows such as Happy Days, Taxi, and Family Ties. Um, he's hosted Saturday Night, Saturday Night Live, nine times um spanning from 1985 to october 2016 he's in the uh, five timers club um he's won seven primetime emmy awards as a producer uh he has 53 producer credits on imdb which mm. is sounds crazy um yeah. and even has 20 thanks credits on imdb i'm not sure what that means but I assume credits. Yeah, some presumably just for <laughs> just being shout Tom out Hanks. To Tom Hanks, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, you just, just really shout inspired out for, me. Yeah, thanks to Tom Hanks Love for you. being being you. Yeah, the resume is ridiculous. Yeah, he's just he's regarded as a kind man, a loving father, and a good <laughs> husband, which you know nowadays especially goes a long way in Hollywood. Right, right. Um, That's the thing. He's been so famous and so successful for so long, and is at the same time has never been involved in like any kind of scandal that right. I can imagine. I mean, I know we, we talked uh, earlier, I mean, before this pod about this like fake headline that I think you sent me of like another actress steps forward, accusing Tom Hanks of being too nice. Or too something. nice. Yeah. <laughs> being a nice and guy. That, yeah. <laughs> that kind of sums it up. He is like, I can't think of anyone that fits the bill more of like the Hollywood nice guy, but he also is tremendously talented and has he this is. amazing, filmography which we're gonna get to um later on right i i want to say too that uh when you were texting me about you know this thanksgiving concept uh -huh. you were saying you know who's a more wholesome american actor on a purely american holiday than, <laughs> right. than tommy hanks yes. i like how you use the word tommy he's tommy to me um, he's my boy you know i just want to refer to him as tommy from here on out on the honestly and, yeah, yeah. After researching him so much for this episode, I do kind of feel, feel like, like I, I know him, but unfortunately, I don't. Tommy never H. Met. Yeah. yeah, you said I literally vote for him uh, for president. <laughs> for at this president, point, which yeah. I would. I mean, uh, yeah, I, of course, yeah. I would. I would especially Seriously. given the uh, <laughs> right. predicaments we're in now. But anyway, I, I wanted to point out uh, that text in your use of Tommy because it made me chuckle. Thanks. I'm glad you did. <laughs> 
Well, and and last year when The Rock hosted SNL, uh, Tom Hanks made a little appearance, a guest appearance, when The Rock uh, announced his candidacy for the 2020 president and with Tom Hanks as his vice president. And they both came out on stage. That was kind of funny, but obviously yeah, a yeah. joke. Right, on, exactly. I mean, I say obviously a joke. Maybe maybe it's not. We'll see. 2020, yeah, this could be, uh, <laughs> could be predicting the future here. Um, I also want to point out, uh, you know, we're going to run through kind of his filmography, hitting on his biggest movies, what we like about them, what's memorable about them. Yeah. Um, he does have a new movie coming out. I believe it's in January. The trailer just dropped Yeah. Uh, called The Post, and it's uh, with, uh, Steven Spielberg. Sorry. Yeah, directed and, by Spielberg. It comes out yeah. on uh, December 22nd, actually. Oh, does it? Oh, yeah. Maybe yeah. earlier release. I saw IMDb is uh, giving me false information. I, don't know. <laughs> I thought I saw like a January 12th. I don't know. Yeah. It's coming out. No, we we could maybe see this over Christmas together. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and Meryl Streep is in it. Yeah. Uh, political thriller about, uh, I believe, the Pentagon Papers. Or the yeah. Pentagon? Yeah, right, right. Um, Pentagon. And, right, right. It, it looks... Uh, it looks really good, and um, so you'll be seeing Hanks in the headlines uh, for that, and hopefully nothing else. <laughs> you know, in the next. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's such a great please. guy that I, I I would be stunned. But please, you know, I wanted to um, before we get into like all his movies, kind of wanted to talk just overall about like what makes him so special. I guess from just our personal opinions. Sure. And you know, one thing that really stands out to me about Hanks is his voice. Oh. It is like this great. Yeah. Just Hollywood. It almost reminds me of like, you remember in like the 1940s and 50s? I mean, not remember, we're not we're in a lot. <laughs> yeah. You see those older movies. Let me we're think both, back. We're seven, yeah, we're in 82. <laughs> um, his, it, it, like that just classic Hollywood, like no one sounds like him. And right. it's, it has like this kind of slightly southern drawl. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know where he grew up, I'm sure. He's from California. Oh, he is. Okay. He's from the right. uh, the agricultural valley of California, yeah. basically. But he's, um, and it's just totally distinct. Um, like I said, yeah. no one else sounds like him. And he just has this such a charming presence. Like he's the kind of guy, you know, you want to bring, bring him home to your mother, you know. It's right. like this like very wholesome uh, you know, presence. Yeah. And, you know, as you mentioned, being nominated for Best Actor five times, uh, winning twice. I mean, I don't think being just nominated for Best Actor five times alone, I mean, yeah. is, has anyone else been nominated for six? Like, probably I'm not, not sure. off the top of yeah. my head. Maybe Daniel Day-Lewis, because well, he's a freak <laughs> yeah. nature. He's been nominated three. for yeah. Right, yeah. But um, <clears throat> that's just such an impressive number. Um, and well, just... Yeah, and his real quick, his uh, his two Oscars were actually on back to back years in back to back years, which uh, made made him the second actor of all time to have that have oh, that yeah. honor. Yeah, ninety three and ninety four. His movies have just a really rewatchable factor. I mean, some more than others, but um, I feel like he has out of any actor like the most number of movies where if you're kind of like stumbling upon it on like cable or like channel surfing, not yeah. that many people do that anymore. You can kind of just dive right in and it's just like this Definitely. familiar feeling of just like, oh yeah, right. love this Tom Hanks Yeah, movie. let me oh, hang out with you just love T. Hanks for a little bit. Totally. He's just so likable and you just, one of those presences you just like seeing him on screen, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, and also one other um, unique thing is he's got, I don't know what it is, like a twinkle in his eye or some <laughs> some kind of look that he gives. Yeah, it's like um, a it's like a sideways like, smile, like a, out of the right. one side of his mouth kind of curls up and uh, <laughs> yeah, he kind of yeah, like yeah. winks at you from the side. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Um, I wanted to ask you, what was like, your earliest memory of Tom Hanks, if you can remember, oh, like, yeah, when that he first came into your, your life? Because I actually have a pretty distinct okay. memory of when I first, like, um, knew, like, knew he existed. Well, I will probably say Forrest Gump. Like, his role as Forrest Gump was probably the first mm-hmm. time I saw him on screen. I didn't see that in the yeah. theater because I was six, but <laughs> it came out in 94. But I yeah, I remember yeah. watching it at home with my parents, I believe. And mm-hmm. yeah, that's probably... And then Apollo 13, which came out the next year in 95. Uh, that yeah. I may have seen that in the theater. I'm not sure. But I remember watching that very early in my life. And then honestly, Toy Story came out in 95 also. So... I'm sure yeah. I saw that in the theater, you know, his... Yeah, I his, believe I did as well. Yeah, his voice acting of Woody, uh, prop, it, it may be my first memory of, of Tom Hanks. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, I think... I Yeah, I don't believe I saw Forrest Gump in theaters. Apollo 13, I remember seeing in theaters. But I would say... I definitely knew of Hanks before this movie came out. But I would say this is, like, my earliest memory of realizing, like, oh, this guy's, like, a huge freaking deal. Sure. Is... When Castaway came out, yeah. this was in two thousand, so we were twelve, right? Um, and I remember, you know, there are times in your life, like growing up, where the buzz is so strong with the movie. And this is like way before the internet that you, it's like palpable, and you can like remember, yeah. like Jurassic Park. I remember feeling this way, uh-huh. or you know, like movies where you rem- you just like have this memory of people like talking about it right. and this buzz. And I remember with Castaway that being the case and i recall being outside the movie theater at freaking springfield mall oh yeah uh back before it was renovated yeah before it was, it was nice fuel yeah. <laughs> league oh springfield mall night no it used to be yeah quite well, actually this was actually when it was okay but right um anyway this was in its old iteration and i remember like people being outside the theater like talking about how good he was in that movie oh really that's cool we'll we'll get to so yeah yeah um i I think that's like when i first realized like oh yeah hanks is like one of these like legendary actors that people talk about in this way yeah well um that's a great answer like it's hard to argue uh Mm -hmm. getting back to voices real quick uh excuse my voice on this episode i'm just for the audience out there you already know this i'm I'm battling a bit of a chest and head cold, so just in case, uh, yeah, that's that's what you're hearing. But uh, I'm I'm fighting. I'm, I had some chamomile you're tea before this, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and Colin Hanks actually sounds oh, yeah. his son, his oldest, I believe, uh, sounds very much like Tom. Yeah, I guess that would make sense there, uh, father and son. But he's right. he's he's established. He has a pretty solid career. I mean, he was in Fargo season two. Um, oh yeah, season two, which I've gone on a record on this pod. I freaked out about Fargo season two, so I, I'm not going <laughs> to do that again. And that's, it's not about, we're not talking Colin, we're talking Tom. <laughs> yeah. He also, no. yeah, he's directed a few, he directed this really cool documentary about Tower Records, the rise and fall of that. So, um, yeah, I remember, uh, just a few other things he had before we get into this run of all his movies. Um, I remember going to see David Letterman live back oh. when he was on the air it was in 2011 it was okay. like within the first year that i moved up to new york and yeah it was letterman at you know the famous ed sullivan theater right and um julia roberts was one of the was like the main guest uh-huh. and uh it's like oh that's cool you know a-list actress and i'm not a huge julia roberts fan but you know um letterman ed sullivan's cool and she came out you know they did like kind of their first five minutes of, of just banter and then there was they did this kind of like trivia segment and then as a surprise hanks pops up 
from behind the curtain really and joins them because they were promoting this since very forgotten movie called Larry Crown, right? Which they were both in. I don't well, know if you remember. Yeah, this. Uh, that's <laughs> uh, Tom Hanks actually wrote and directed that. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and I remember. Yeah, they did this segment of the three of them, and I remember just thinking like, wow, I was seeing Letterman, Tom Hanks, Julia Roberts in the Ed Sullivan Theater together live. That's pretty. That's pretty, pretty awesome. awesome. So I have had. Uh, You've seen them with your with, own with, two with, eyes, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's on cool. The screen. Um, uh, so speaking, yeah, I throw that in. I'm glad you brought up uh, late the Late Show with David Letterman. Speaking of that, uh, he announced uh, in 2013. Tom Hanks did that. He has type two diabetes. Um, oh damn! On on an appearance on the Letterman show. So uh, I didn't you know, know that. Yeah, it's pretty cool that he did that in such a public forum, and I'm sure he brought some awareness and attention to the the affliction. Yeah, yeah, totally. So, um, do you want to kind of get into uh, his movies? I mean, we're not yeah. going to go through all fifty-five, <laughs> right. um, but uh, we kind of picked out highlights, ones yeah. that we have certain takes on. Yeah, and we'll you know, try some. To, we'll yeah. like ask each, ask each other questions throughout and just see how it goes. Totally, and we're going to do this in kind of chronological order. Yeah, um, and I believe we're going to start with uh, nineteen eighty-four. Is I, this had to have been one of his first features? Yeah. Uh, Splash. Splash. Which honestly, I never, I never heard of at all. Really? Um, I'm I know. Surprised. Yeah, uh, Becky, my girlfriend, was like, "You've been heard of Splash?" And I was yeah. like, "No." Um, Maybe I did just... read the IMDb boiler of a, a young man is reunited with a mermaid who yes. saves him from a dr- drowning as a boy and falls. Daryl Hannah. Oh not yeah. Knowing. Madison. Oh Daryl Hannah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any um, plot line that opens with. <laughs> young man reunited with a mermaid i am intrigued by so yes uh, and i will but haven't seen a second of it i will reassure you tom hanks is not a merman he is okay he is yeah, just yeah. a man in the a movie. young man simply yeah. a young man yeah yeah well all right okay fine madison it is good that we weren't at 149th street well so i'll 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 take the lead on this since you haven't seen it but yeah okay. 1984 it's his first uh, major motion picture um, he had done, you know, some theater performances. That's how he got his start to his career, like in the late seventies. Um, he did a bunch of television appearances, as I mentioned, uh, he did a few like low budget, uh, he did a low budget horror film and, uh, a TV movie, but, um, Ron Howard, who directed Splash noticed him on his Happy Days appearance and, mm. He he originally thought he he'd be great for the brother role, um, who eventually went to John Candy in this film. But oh, John Candy's in it. Yeah, John Candy plays nice. the plays Tom Hanks's brother, uh, or Tom Hanks. Um, but yeah, he he was so good in the audition, I guess, and had such charisma that he uh, Howard decided to cast him for the lead. Yeah, do I you mean, like this movie? Have you I seen the? Have you seen this movie? Do you own it on DVD? <laughs> I do not. Um, <laughs> right. So this was actually on our list because Natalie had never seen it. So this was. Do you the own first... the movie soundtrack on vinyl? Uh, no. <laughs> great, great question. But no, I wish I, I did. Right actually, there. the soundtrack's n- nothing to write home about. But um, <laughs> yeah, this was the first movie we watched. I gave it a six out of ten. Um, yeah, it's good. I, I watched it as a kid. I think because my parents had the VHS, or you know, we watched it on TV mm-hmm. or whatever. But um, yeah, it's, it's good. It's worth watching it. It doesn't really stand up, uh, 
to some it's no some saving thing. private ryan <laughs> well actually the the underwater stuff and the mermaid stuff is actually really really well done and i think that's why it was oh, so critically uh well received it was like 92 percent on rotten tomatoes i noticed oh, but wow. uh yeah daryl hannah eugene levy john candy it's it's solid it's um, yeah sure. yeah it's worth watching so let's move on to four years later 1988 the year we were both born oh yeah big Yes. And not to disappoint the listeners here, but this is another a blind spot for me. I have not seen Big. Oh man. Um I feel like a jerk. Like no, no, oh, that's fine. right. Um but <laughs> Why anyway, you doing a podcast about it? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna hang up and you can just talk yeah. through. Um but it was, I know, his first like massive mainstream hit. And it's a yeah. very beloved movie. Seems it like is. it's probably pretty dated. Um, but it has a lot of iconic scenes that I know of without even seeing it, you know? So, yeah. Um, yeah. Most notably the, uh, the piano, the, you know, the walk on or step on piano. FAO Schwartz, the toy store that is no longer around in New York, unfortunately, but, uh, Yeah, you should definitely see this. Uh, it's, it's been on my list. Di- directed Forever. by Penny Marshall. Uh, he plays the character Josh Baskin, who um, he actually plays the the old version. I won't spoil the movie for you, I guess, um, but the old version of Josh Baskin. Um, it was a huge critical and box office hit, uh, and it actually he he was nominated for Best Actor for his performance. Um, and a fun fact about this movie, it was co-written by Anne Spielberg, who is mm. Steven Spielberg's sister. And obviously, uh, Steven and Tom have worked together five they've times done some, now. They've since. done some things. <laughs> yeah, a few, yeah. A few small movies. Right. That's interesting. I did not know that. Um, so, moving kind of let's... Well, sk- or do you I, have you, tips you might, big, big takes? Well, no, no, no. But you might skip over this one. So, I just wanted to mention it okay, quickly because it was the second one we watched. And uh, Turner and Hooch... Uh, 1989 film. Deep. Cut. Uh, it was it was a moderate success, but Natalie and or Natalie had seen it, but I hadn't. So this was our second uh, on our Thanksgiving month. Um, mm. I just I gave it a seven out of ten. Actually, I really enjoyed it. Um, More than Splash. Yeah, I did. Um, I I've mean, never just even heard of it. I know it's it's sort of an entertaining small town murder mystery, uh, and it features amazing dog acting. The dog's <laughs> name is Hooch, and I, I was th- I was saying it might be the Get best that dog. dog. An Oscar. <laughs> Seriously, it might be the best dog acting ever on screen. <laughs> I'm not even joking. It was amazing. Oh man, that's gonna be the lead quote for this pod. <laughs> it might have been the best dog performance ever. Um, that's Tell interesting. I, I yeah, I'm gonna make note of that. Uh, yeah. So. He then went in, so his next, I think, two movies, correct me if I'm wrong here, but A League of Their Own in 1992, uh, kind of pretty big, you know, a movie that's pretty timeless and still has, like, relevance and yeah. has that famous there's no crying in baseball quote from right. Tom Hanks, and then followed by kind of just showing off his range and getting into, like, I believe the following year with Philadelphia, this was, like, his first really well, dramatic role. Let me let me just correct you and i wanted to mention a few things about a league of their own because that's a movie that i love um 
he had a few movies in between there, but uh, sprinkled in with some moderate successes and some flops yeah. or whatever. But A League of Their Own was his next big one. Uh, this came out in 92, also directed by Penny Marshall, who did Big. Um, he plays Jimmy Dugan, who's the manager of the Rockford Peaches. Um, so Gina Davis, Madonna, Rosie O'Donnell. And I wanted to m- mention that my coworker this year at Angel Stadium and Dodger Stadium for MLB, uh, mm-hmm. Robin Knight, plays the shortstop on the Rockford Peaches in this film. Oh, and nice. yeah, so she's like actually listed like 10th on the credits, which is really cool on IMDb. Um, but yeah, she she is sort of hesitant to talk about it, but I think it was a Hope really cool experience. To this podcast. I know, I know. I'm going to tell her. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, you know, this this movie is about the All-American Girls Professional Baseball League. It's based on a true story. Um, it's really cool. Uh, the song, the All-American League song, is really iconic. We're the members of the All-American League. We come from cities near and far. We got Canadians. There's no crying in baseball is probably the the biggest yeah. line or m- memorable thing. Actually, during uh, during uh, the playoffs this year at Dodger Stadium during the NLDS, um, I was in the press box during the game and I noticed Tom Hanks was shown on screen like in one of the club suites. And when he noticed that he was on the board, he he mouthed, oh, "There's no yeah. crying in baseball," and like nice. wagged his finger. And yeah, like the crowd Classic definitely Hanks. laughed. Yeah, the crowd just ah yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know. Uh, um, cool, cool. So yeah, man, I wish I knew someone that was in a Tom Hanks movie. Now I know, like, right? Uh, well, yeah, I, I just wanted to get into that a little bit because I have some some personal anecdotes about that film. But yeah, yeah then Sleepless in Seattle '93, uh, directed by Nora Ephron, Meg Ryan. Yes, Meg Ryan, classic. Yeah. Um, and then you mentioned Philadelphia came out in 1993, directed by Jonathan Demme. Uh, this is the film that he... I actually watched this three nights ago. It was on our list. Mm-hmm. Um, he won his first Academy Award for Best Actor for this film. Uh, he portrays a, a man with HIV who was fired from his law firm because of his illness. And uh, yeah, it's a really, really powerful movie. Was there anything upon watching it, rewatching it, that like stood out to you that you um, like any? Uh... I think it was really how much weight he lost. Like I didn't, I, and I saw this movie when I was really young, and I hadn't watched mm-hmm. it since. So it obviously hit home, or you know, it had a bigger emotional impact on me as an older man in my life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, you watch. You went to see this in theaters. <laughs> no, I. Yeah. You, had, you had very adult taste <laughs> right. as a child. <laughs> no, I didn't see it in the theater. I think I watched it when I was like, you know, 14 or something and it didn't yeah. didn't have the same impact, but Bruce the Bruce Springsteen song Streets of Philadelphia uh, stood out in the opening credits and and a few times throughout the movie and it won the the uh, best original song Oscar. I was bruised and battered I couldn't tell what I felt I was unrecognizable to myself. Let's get into some, he gets into some heavy hitters after Philadelphia. I think yeah. he's writing, you know, he just won Best Actor. He's probably getting offer, you know, any offer he wants. Oh, yeah. And he shoots Forrest Gump. From that day on, if I was going somewhere, I was running. 
1994 Robert Zemeckis, which is, uh, yeah, I mean, no, we don't even, everyone knows <laughs> what, what this movie, movie is about. Um, obviously, One of the most it, iconic American films ever made. Right. Yeah, it's, it's a great performance, no doubt. I will say, and I've stood by this forever, I, I think it's, it's an overrated movie in the sense that a lot of people think this is like one of the greatest movies ever made. Right. And um, I didn't say greatest. I said iconic. Right. It is like, <laughs> no, it, it is an iconic role, 100%. Right. And he's, he's great in it. And I like this movie. Yeah. If this is your, if you think this is one of the greatest movies ever made, and I'm, this is going to sound really condescending, but to me, it's like, that means you haven't seen many movies. Like, right. I, I don't know. This is like such a. Uh, it's like. Th- those type know. of people say they also love the Boondock Saints. Oh my God! You took the words right out of my mouth. Boondock uh, Saints. How many college freshmen? That movie changed me, man. Boondock Saints, man. I had the poster in my dorm room, man. That's my. That's my they shoot life. People from the roof, Boondock Saints. Yeah. It's brilliant. Yeah. How, what's the director of the Boondock Saints doing uh, these days, or anyone that was involved in that movie? Okay. Uh, anyway, I don't know. T- tangent on Boondock Saints. <laughs> Oh, actually, that. one of the guys is uh, is the guy in The Walking Dead. Um, oh, yeah. He's been yeah. in a few other things. He was in, like, Blade 2. Yeah, I can't remember his name right um, off the top of my head. But this does have a lot of really memorable lines and great scenes. It's a cool concept for a movie. Go, You know, he's, uh, you know, witness to all these really historical mo- mo- uh, moments in U.S. history. Right. And, like I said, I do like this movie. I just... Uh, I shun I shun those who think it's uh, like a masterpiece, but um, no, I, I'm you know. I'm kind of with you there. Yeah. So the following year, Apollo 13, 1995, Ron uh, Howard. Houston, we have a problem. Oh yeah. So <laughs> this movie, I would say, I mean, I would put this in almost the greatness category in a way. This is one of my dad's favorite movies. Yeah. Um, it's just so authentic. And extremely rewatchable. I think oh, yeah. I would put this in like a top five rewatchable Hanks movie. Sure. One you're flipping channels, this comes on, you get sucked in. You can pick it up at any point in the movie. It's so it's good. It's filled with great performances, not just from Hanks, but Kevin Bacon, Ed Harris, Gary Sinise, Bill Paxton. Oh, yeah. RIP. Um, what a crew to go out in space yeah. with uh, <laughs> Hanks, Hanks, Bacon, Definitely. Paxton. Definitely. Um, and you know, Hanks, he plays, of course, the captain of the crew. Jim Lovell. So well. Uh, just such a reliable leader, someone you can count on. A fun fact I wanted to point out that I read on IMDb, that he's actually played a captain in five different movies. Wow. So Apollo 13, there's Forrest Gump. Yeah. And that one a moment. Saving Private Ryan, Captain <laughs> Phillips, uh-huh. and Sully. Yeah. Good so, call. uh, yeah, yeah, that's I not something mention, I just pulled out a, you know, I, I read that and I was like, oh, I didn't think of that, but yeah, that's pretty it cool. is, um, it is, yeah, pretty cool for sure. No, I was going to mention there's, I can't think of another actor that has played more like title roles, you know, or, or main, like based around that main character, uh, yeah, you know, like yeah. Sully, obviously he plays Sully, Captain Phillips, he plays Captain Phillips, like he's right, all based off real people. Yeah. You know. He's just, Forrest Gump, based off the real Forrest Gump. <laughs> well, and it's almost, I had a question written out of what's your favorite Tom Hanks cameo, and then I was going through his IMDb, and there's like two cameo Hanks performances. Hanks doesn't do cameos. No, he's, he just, he's just a leading man. 
Like I Leading think man, and he wins Oscars. Yeah, and he crushes box office. Like with Splash as his first role as the the lead role in his first feature film, like that just established him as a leading man, and he hasn't really, you know, given that that uh, title up in his whole mm-hmm. career. Totally. Um, two other things about this movie. Uh, it I do love it. It kind of has that somewhat iconic shot now. I would say of the ro- when the rocket is first launching into space from its base, and uh, it's like that point of view where like um, everything like is breaking apart from where it's being launched, and I feel like it's kind of entered the vernacular of like iconic '90s movie shots. Um, also, <laughs> this is very minor, but no, I noticed this when I was rewatching it. Yeah, uh, Hanks's son, who's played in the movie. There's literally, I want to say for the last hour and a half, he has literally no lines and he's just in a classroom. Every shot of him is just in a classroom with this concerned look on his <laughs> That's face. That's great. Which, look, his dad is, is in space. They don't know if he's going to get home. It's concerning. <laughs> but, like, I imagine like, the directing, like, I mean, they probably shot that in, like, 10 minutes. They're, is he like, credited hey, just, as concerned boy? <laughs> concerned son. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's just, like, it, I remember just, like, laughing. It's, like, every shot is the same for the final hour with That's this dude. Great. Come on. Um, but anyway, Apollo 13, classic Hanks, great yeah. movie. That that movie, and, uh, yeah. it's probably the Tom Hanks movie I've seen the most because that was the movie of movie du jour or of choice uh, in my high school and middle school. I think um, where uh, like yeah. you know when you had a substitute and they yeah, they yeah. rolled a, they rolled in one of those. T- uh, TVs on a cart with a VCR. Like <laughs> yeah. I feel like we the always. Huge back, yeah, you know, exactly. Like no, no flat screen. You know. <laughs> I feel like, like I always was watching Apollo thirteen like once a month in high school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good call. Good call. So in the same year, I don't know. I, I believe yeah, this came out. Apollo thirteen may have been a summer movie in the fall. I believe Toy Story. Yes. Kicking off the classic franchise. Um, Tom Hanks, of course, plays. I I said the the fatalistic Woody. <laughs> Ooh, he's Sheriff kind of fataliti- kind of kind of fatalistic. Yeah. In, uh, in this movie, he is. in a way, he plays. You know, it's a nice yin and yang between him and Buzz. Right. But I think this was his first voiceover work. Again, just really showing off his range. And yeah. This is arguably the greatest animated movie ever made. I think yes. it's the is it the first Pixar movie? It ever? is. It is. Yeah, yeah. Um, I actually, I think. Toy Story three, I will argue, is better. That is is not only it's the greatest animated movie ever. Wow, those last fifteen minutes. Oh man, so make good. me question the meaning of life. <laughs> it's it's a great film. Many movie I have ever, and yeah. I just think it totally elevates in those final twenty minutes. Like it's like extremely good, but those yeah. last twenty minutes, like they decide to like. To do some things yeah and, um, it's dark you know of course <laughs> yeah what of course tom hanks is you know woody's main character in all three of those yeah what and yeah this say? movie is is great i've been meaning to rewatch it it's been a while but it's uh me too yeah it's just it's, it's awesome yeah i i don't um, really have anything to add everybody loves I mean, woody tom, he's the yeah, best towards, or, yeah right right totally such a such a creative concept and execution yeah. and so many great characters but woody's definitely stands out so i love all three films and i'm excited yeah, for yeah. toy story 4 yeah, yeah, coming out in 2019. So, 1996, That Thing You Do. Yes. Directed by Tom Hanks. Uh, if you guys haven't, I, I think out of, you know, 
movies we discussed so far, this one's probably, you know, one of the, definitely one of the more lesser knowns. It's about a local band that's based in Pennsylvania. They yeah. write this one-hit wonder called That Thing You Do. Um, takes place in the 60s, and they kind of ride the success of that one-hit wonder to the top. Tom Hanks plays the band's manager, and um, the yeah, just kind of tell, tells their story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, the Oneaters, or The Wonders. I, right. Oh, yeah, the name of the band is The Wonders. Yeah. I want to say that... Um, the, the the song that's written that thing you do for this for oh, this movie it's is like so good One of the best fake songs ever written for a yeah. movie. Like it's so catchy. I remember like streaming this thing like crazy <laughs> after I first saw it. Yeah, and um, it's just like a really feel good, light. Definitely yeah. not his most memorable, but it's a, it's a fun watch. And um, you know, Hanks isn't necessarily like the main character no. in it, but it's uh, he's definitely prevalent throughout. And um, it's it, he directed it as well. So. Yeah, I was gonna say he wrote and directed it. And guess what, Ben? Yeah, I watched this last night. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was yeah. that your first so that time was, watching it? No, no, I've oh, okay. seen it many times. Okay, Actually, yeah. one time at the beach with my family, I believe we watched this movie like four days in a row. It was <laughs> yeah. it was like one of the VHSs that was at the house. Yeah, and for yeah. whatever reason, we just like, it was just on in the background. I just remember that beach trip being like that thing you do the whole time. Nice. Yeah, it's such a it's such a great song. So catchy. Mm-hmm. Um, I noticed last night when I was watching it again, um, Rita Wilson, Tom Hanks' current wife, and... Colin Hanks and Elizabeth Hanks all have small cameos in the movie, which was nice. It was the first movie he wrote and directed, uh, so he gave pretty much his whole family a small, small role. Nice, nice. Like, what a guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, moving on to a big doozy, Saving Private Ryan. Yes. 1998, Steven Spielberg. I think, is this the only Hanks movie that he's like in like war combat um well i mean he's done like Forrest historical Gump. war then it felt like something just jumped up and bit me. right yeah for there li- is that for a scene. little bit yeah totally this one is like much more intensive and yeah i would say it is pretty yeah. much and this is um you know just one of those movies i think i said this when we were talking about the spielberg documentary a few episodes ago but you just watch it and you're like how the hell did they pull this all like what I'm seeing it's on screen? Unbelievable. Like, you just can't believe what you're seeing and just the technical wizardry. And obviously so much of that credit is, is Spielberg. Right. Um, but uh, I think one of the questions you, you asked when we were kind of outlining this episode was, is Hank's the best Spielberg actor ever? Yeah. And um, I have to put him up there. I would say like, you know, him, obviously Leo um, right. comes to mind a bit um richard dreyfus with richard dreyfus and yeah. close encounters hard to beat um you know he's worked with so many but uh yeah this is an amazing performance i think it's got to be tom hanks is the best steven spielberg actor mm-hmm. i mean he, he's with the post it it'll make his fifth appearance in a spielberg film yeah um yeah this movie there's if you haven't seen it you should um <laughs> it's one of my favorite 
movies ever made. I think it's one of the best American films ever made. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't feel uncomfortable saying that. Um, it's it's just great. Yeah. 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 Totally. So I can't really in the same <laughs> can't really articulate much more. Right. In the same year, you've got Mail. Iconic. 1998. I'm talk about talk about some range here. Saving Private Ryan. To you've got Mail. <laughs> Which is um, kind of quietly one of the, I don't know, like I feel like this is a pretty big uh, movie for Hanks. Like it, it, it's very rewatchable. It has he has so much charm in it. The chemistry between him and Meg Ryan is undeniable. Yeah. It brings them back from Sleepless in Seattle uh, earlier in the decade. Right. It has a lot of. I believe this takes place around Thanksgiving or in the fall. It's in New York, the Upper West Side. It has just the big autumn feel to it, and. Um, it's just a really ahead of its time, obviously, with its use of technology and kind of like this idea of like developing a relationship just yeah. using technology and right. the internet in its very early stages. Online and, dating, yeah. Oh, totally, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, it, it it's super ahead of its time in that way. Well, and just um, like the yeah. phrase, the title of the film, You've Got Mail, it's so iconic to like AOL and, oh, totally. uh, you know, that era of first learning about email and first, you know... Mm-hmm corresponding via that that you know medium yeah so yeah it's it's very iconic and memorable i might try to watch it this this thanksgiving nice so uh the next one we wanted to hit on again is a big one in the career of tommy hanks is castaway in 2000 hanks plays chuck nolan great movie name i want to say chuck nolan definitely about that I'm just into. Yeah. He's a FedEx executive. Uh, I remember this movie was big for FedEx brand awareness. It was. It yeah. This is like, how much was that product placement that their marketing department had to a be lot. like, okay, listen, <laughs> Hanks, he's the most popular actor in America. He's being a FedEx executive in this. Yeah. Um, but he survives a plane crash and ends up having to survive four years on this deserted island. And again, it's redundant, but it's super rewatchable movie. I would say that plane crash scene... I will not watch because oh. it is a bit too intense, a bit yeah. too real. I'm not a huge fan. That probably of flying, so like I don't want to yeah. push. You know, that I just probably don't has see a that. big part in my phobia of flying. I'm 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 a fine flyer. Like I do it a lot, but yeah. I do I do have some anxiety on flights. Yeah, if you enjoy flying, you're kind of like I don't know, that's sick. So you know, like yeah, you should. Think when you think about what's actually going on, you can't help but have a little bit of anxiety. And in, in a the scene here, yeah, with the plane crash is like really intense. Yeah, but the performance is this might be my overall one C for Tom Hanks' performance. Nice. So yeah, the amount of weight loss he lost fifty five pounds uh, playing Chuck Nolan. Um, just the physicality of it. Uh, I would say yeah, pound for pound, probably the best Hanks' performance. Um, when he uh, when he does surgery and removes his tooth with his oh. like swollen tooth with the uh, ice, Ooh, skate. ice skate. Oh, oh yeah. man, ice that skate. is, whew, that's brutal. And he like knocks himself out just yeah. by like the pain yeah. is so severe. Oh. There's also those amazing moments in this movie where there's like no dialogue really. It's just yeah. like silence and it's just him on this island trying to survive. And it's just, it's so hard to pull that off as an actor when you're not giving lines and you just have to, I mean, that's only like a seasoned veteran actor who's won right. you know academy awards at this point can really pull off yeah um wilson as a plot device um you know it really i have read that they the main reason why they included like something like wilson in there is that it allows you to realistically allow 
dialogue in a one person only situation best which uh, is like yeah go ahead screenplay tip (laughs) best inanimate Um, object acting (laughs) uh it's up there rob yeah it's up there it's up there um also just want to shout out helen hunt yes uh we need to do a separate podcast called where the hell has helen hunt been because i don't know (laughs) and she's great hunting for helen hunt She was awesome in Twister. She's great yes. in Castaway and et cetera. And I haven't seen her face in like 13 years. I don't know. I don't know where Helen Hunt, <laughs> what Helen Hunt's doing. And come on, Helen Hunt. Get back into the, get, Hollywood needs you. I yes. don't know. Or do a like freaking it's a good point. show. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, the next uh, movie we had on our list, and let me know if I, I skipped any, Rob, but I wanted to point out The Terminal. Okay. Well, yeah. So four is the terminal. Yeah, I'll just mention. Well, I'll just mention a few titles, just and we'll go quickly through them. But uh, 1999, The Green Mile, amazing movie. Uh, 2001, he spent basically helping produce and direct and act in Band of Brothers with Steven Spielberg, the amazing HBO documentary or not documentary, excuse me, uh, just series uh, on HBO, Mm -hmm. amazing. Uh, Road to Perdition, directed by Sam Mendes in 2002 plays the lead um and then catch me if you can also in 2002 directed by steven spielberg yeah we can just sort of fly through those um yeah those are like really yeah i know it's it's crazy that like in between those just fly through three classics you know (laughs) right yeah 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 no wow that that, that's crazy to to hear out loud i know Um, then he did uh the lady killers in 2004 uh with or directed by the Coen Brothers. Um, it's oh yeah, one of the That's worst Coen Brothers films. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's, it's I don't know disappointing that that, that was the one Coen Brothers movie that he got, but I didn't love it. Yeah. So um, the Terminal. I want to. Do you do you own the Terminal on DVD? I don't know. I think you own like everything on DVD. I, I don't know. No. For some reason, I thought I saw that in one of your massive <laughs> yeah. DVD binders in it's college. It's a solid but, guess. Uh, yeah, I know. It's a good educated guess, but um. If you haven't seen The Terminal, it's directly directed by Steven Spielberg. It's yeah. a true story about an Eastern immigrant who finds himself stranded at JFK Airport in New York. Victor and must take up, uh, Oh, yeah. And must take up temporary residence there. And I just think this movie is very underrated. I don't think I've seen it since theaters, so it's been 13 years. But I do remember when I saw it, I didn't really care about movies or have much of an opinion about them. But I remember thinking, like, this is good this is underrated like I, i'm enjoying yeah. myself so like i don't know it's been one of those movies since i'm like oh yeah i gotta rewatch that like terminal is really it's kind of slipped through really the cracks good for you. yeah yeah but it's um one i wanted to uh to point out um the polar express oh yeah robert zemeckis again oh uh, right 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 it's all animated. right it's not great but another animated feature yeah da vinci code 2006 yeah um this was definitely you know what do you think what's the over under on that paycheck that hanks got for da vinci code which is like one of the biggest books of the century yeah and ron howard i mean it was it was probably pretty fat well we can just breeze through this entire series because none of them are great movies um they're all so the da vinci code 2006 angels and demons 2009 and inferno 2016 uh, all directed by ron howard all based on the dan brown novels uh and which center around Robert Langdon, who Hanks portrays in these films. Um, I've actually read all three of these books, and I, I'm a big fan of the books. Yeah, um, I've read Angels and Demons, and I, I loved it. I remember yeah. being like so gripped by it. Ooh, and it was check one of those out Inferno. Senses- oh, yeah? Inferno is my favorite of the three. 
But nice, nice. Yeah, it, talk, Angels and Demons. Talk. Angels and Demons <laughs> is amazing too. Uh, but I remember that's, loving that. That's probably book. the best movie of the three. Well, I was going to say, it's weird. I remember seeing Da Vinci Code in theaters, not reading the book. And I remember being like, oh, this is getting terrible reviews. Seeing it. And remember like liking it because I guess I just hadn't read the book. And I was like, wow, this story is so it's cool. cool. Like, yeah, historical fiction. If I probably saw it now, I'd be like, this movie is trash. But um, <laughs> Angels and Demons, though, I had read the book, saw the movie. And I remember like actively being like angry when i was watching it how bad it was because i was like the book is and i was just like it was one of the biggest instances for me of like if you just love a book and you see the movie and it's just it's like so accelerated and everything is just right it's just like you're like i was pissed i left pissed i think they've been i think they've been a little bit like over trashed or you know killed a little more than they should have been but they're definitely not great movies i think they just don't lend themselves to be great movies because the books are so accelerated and fast paced. Like the, the stories themselves really move quickly and uh, they don't give a lot of like, uh, I don't know, extra information to the reader and it just kind of moves forward. So uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, they're not great, but uh, you know, he is the star part of, of the all career. three. Yeah. Right. Right. So I'm, I may be skipping ahead a little bit, but I did want to talk quickly about captain phillips in 2013 which he was sure. nominated best actor for yeah so it's directed by paul greengrass and i actually i didn't see this for the first time until earlier this year and it was this weird experience where as i was watching and i was familiar with kind of the basics of the story you know obviously all based on this true story of these somalian pirates that hijack this uh this freight ship right. um, that Hanks is the, the captain of, and it's kind of the story of how that all unfolds. Uh-huh. And I remember thinking, like, wow, this is, like, so far-fetched. Like, there's no way... Like, the second half, where he, like, gets into the rescue boat with the pirates and, like, you know... Is, fly, I, I was like, it this based is, on a true story, though? Yeah. Well, I thought they, like, just totally embellished that part. Yeah. And I, I like, I, I thought, like, he didn't end up, like, leaving the ship and going. And I was like, what? This is so stupid. Because I felt yeah. like, I mean, it was big news when it happened, but I felt like, wow, this is, like, crazy. Like, I doubt this, like, really happened. And then, like, of course, so, like, as I was watching, I was like, yeah, it's pretty good, but, like, it's ridiculous that they just, like, exaggerated. And then yeah. I, like, of course, read the facts afterwards. I was like, yep, that all happened. I was like, damn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it made me really like the movie, and I think um, his really acting in the last in the last ten minutes when yeah. after he's rescued, that's what oh, got him nominated. And it's tears it's in like, my eyes the whole the, time. It's like the best acting of like someone after a super traumatic experience that like I've ever seen. I know like, it's just so that's a good call. So good, yeah. yeah so yeah. Um, well, let me yeah. just I'll just like mention titles: Charlie Wilson's War, Larry mm. Crown, Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close, Cloud mm. Atlas. Uh, Saving Mr. Banks. Yeah. Uh, he plays Walt Disney in that film. Yeah. I have not seen that, but it's on our list. Um, Bridge of Spies, uh, 2015, directed by Steven Spielberg. Uh, I think you said you haven't seen this. Really good movie. Yeah, no. Uh, it's, it's a little to. slow and boring, but it's it's uh, you know another historical nonfiction. Really good movie. Um, Sully, 2016, directed by Clint Eastwood. Yeah, he's uh, very solid in it. Kind of has like a made-for-TV yeah. vibe, but... sure. It it's like short. It's like ninety minutes, but yeah. Hanks is like you know he's he's really good in it, of course. Yeah, yeah. That's we don't have to you know hit on that too too much. Uh, the Circle, which is his one movie that's come out this year, a big box office flop and critical 
disappointment. Right. Uh, that hasn't happened much. And I mean, he's at, yeah. you know, when you're in, when you make 55 movies, you know, not you're going to have some going to be slam dunks. It's fine. Um, yeah. Right. <laughs> also this year he did, uh, the David S pumpkin animated Halloween special, David oh, yeah. S pumpkins. Uh, it's an SNL character from last year, a little spinoff animated thing. Uh, I haven't seen the animated, but that's probably my favorite Tom Hanks SNL clip. It's really yeah. funny. That's that's a, I would definitely say his like iconic, his most yeah. iconic SNL um, yeah. bit. Yeah, you know, in this career, like you know, just going through it. I mean, it's 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 insane. It's, it's you know, it's hard to like argue any actor like ever having a more storied like career of just movies that like uh-huh. penetrated like pop culture in, in so many different ways. I mean. You know, I think there are people that are definitely in his his fear, his fear, whether it's, you know, Tom Cruise or Leonardo DiCaprio or yeah. obviously tons of actors from other eras of Hollywood. But uh, I think the one thing that's missing from his resume that would be really interesting to see is like a horror movie. Yeah. So I actually was thinking that the same thing when I was looking through his IMDb that he started his career with a few, uh, you know, horror like slasher low budget things. And he actually... Um, starred and directed an episode of Tales from the Crypt, like in the early 90s. So oh, he yeah. has a little bit of a history with horror films, but yeah, that'd be cool to see him do do one nowadays, like a big, big budget thing, you know, maybe play like, maybe play the bad guy. That'd be kind of cool. He oh, doesn't, yeah, like he hasn't done that often. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That would be, cool. you know, or have him like cast in like a Tarantino movie. I don't, <laughs> Ooh, know, I don't know. Yeah. For something like that'd be cool. You know, yeah. Right, yeah, he has worked with a lot of the same directors multiple times, like Spielberg, Zemeckis, uh, Ron Howard, obviously, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Nora Ephron a few times. So yeah, I mean, he's obviously a uh, you know director's actor. Like people like working with him, and uh, you know he's he's gotten some great opportunities because he's such a a talented actor and a good person, and I'm sure he's he's easy to work with on set. Um, can I read a few quick fun facts about Tom Hanks just really quick? Uh, I know yeah, this is yeah. Let's, going let's, a little let's, long, uh, but whatever. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He actually dropped out of college during his uh, his spell at a couple different colleges, and Time Magazine named him one of the top ten college dropouts, um, yeah, which I thought was thing. funny. He's half Portuguese on his mother's side. Um, hmm. which I thought I didn't know and was a fun fact. Um, <laughs> he ha- he has a an, an asteroid named after him. Asteroid oh, yeah. I heard he's a one big two Apollo. eight one eight Tom Hanks. <laughs> Apollo buff. Oh he's yeah, big, like well, he's really into like space. I mean, he's a big yeah, space big. advocate. Um, he actually was awarded, uh, what's it called, the uh, Douglas S Morrow Public Outreach Award by the Space Foundation in two thousand six. Uh, for his you know, public relations with space and an advocate of uh, the Apollo missions. And mm-hmm. he's worked on some documentaries and other uh, pieces of work about space travel. So yeah, definitely an advocate. Uh, he's he's an advocate of uh, same-sex marriage his entire life. Uh, he's been outspoken about, you know, environmental causes. And he's a, he's been a huge advocate and supporter and, you know, fundraiser for... Uh, veterans and uh soldiers and their families and he's done a lot to uh impact that that world um in this country and he was actually awarded the uh presidential medal of freedom from president obama in 2016 and he actually also was awarded the uh, what's it called 
um, the Kennedy Center Honors Medallion in 2014. So he's he's been awarded some of like the biggest things you can possibly be awarded as an actor uh, or person. Only thing left on the resume is the old presidential run, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. He's primed. Yeah. Um, he's he's now a published author. Uh, the book Uncommon Type: Some Stories, a collection of short stories, came out yeah. this this October. I haven't read it, but it, apparently it's been. It was inspired by his typewriter collection. Uh, which oh, he, yeah, I saw he's he's really into collecting typewriters. Yeah, and he uses them every day. He writes on them still to this day. Uh, Pretty niche hobby right there. He actually released an app, an iOS app, in 2014 called Hanks Writer, Hanks with an X, and it's mm. uh, it's supposed to emulate the experience of using a typewriter on your iPhone. Uh, so that's interesting. I haven't used it but i did download it today actually what hasn't this man done <laughs> nothing right um, right <laughs> you know another uh, um one, one fun fact from earlier um he i read that he was actually asked to play the title role in jerry Maguire. oh and really went to tom cruise instead yeah. which um yeah, i could definitely see him doing you had me at hello would have probably had some different energy to it but uh i thought that was an interesting like what if yeah that, that's a good one. We should yeah. have looked up more what ifs, like uh, right. things that he was maybe going to be cast for. But yeah, oh well. we've packed in a lot of a lot yeah. of Hanks facts. Yeah. Well, he has um, the post coming out with Meryl Streep and Allison Brie, and actually the cast is ridiculous. Uh, check out this this movie on IMDb. He's working on Toy Story Four, as I mentioned, and he also has in pre production a movie that he wrote and will star in called Greyhound. Uh, which is about a naval officer during World War World War Two. So that should be another interesting movie in the next few years. Totally. So I, I this guy's busy. I think uh, we can declare this career dissected. Yes, by us. Okay. I think it's uh, he was the perfect person to start to kick things do off, our okay. you know honorary first uh, episode of uh, career dissection and yeah he's yeah, yeah. A, just an iconic person and uh such a legend in the acting community totally totally so um that's going to do it for this episode of must go faster thanks so much as always to everyone for listening just a reminder to please spread the word anywhere you can we're on soundcloud stitcher itunes etc and um yeah we'll, we'll catch you guys next time for some we're going to do a lot uh, some end of the year best of content coming up in december so stay tuned for that yeah thanks for listening